it all goes in harmony. It's like a big system of gears. And if one gear stops moving, then the whole system shuts down. So we pride ourselves on being a B2C company as well, where podcasts and making videos and posting on YouTube and however we can communicate with each individual user is how we currently acquire our users. And so in that regard, that's why we think that a part of the special sauce is our partnership. Welcome to The Infactor, conversations about how great entrepreneurs started, stumbled, and succeeded. I'm Rebecca White, and today we have the founders of the Twos app in the studio with us, Joe Stilberg and Parker Klein. Joe is the co-founder and head of sales at Twos and an alumnus of the University of South Carolina, where he received a degree in finance. Prior to starting this company, he worked as an area project manager with ResProp Management in Dallas, Texas. Parker is the CEO and technical lead of Twos. A former software engineer for Qualcomm and Google, Parker is a graduate of Vanderbilt University, where he received a degree in computer science. Twos is a tech company designed to help people stay more present in life by keeping all their reminders, to-dos, thoughts, and memories in one place. Today, Parker and Joe teach us a thing or two, pun intended, about what it takes to be an early stage startup in the tech world today. I hope you enjoy this fun and informative conversation. So Joe, Parker, thank you for joining me today on InFactor. Thank you so much for having us. I'm really excited to hear about your story. I know you're um, you're new to Tampa and you're entrepreneurs and you're starting a tech company and you're the kind of young talent that we love seeing here in Tampa and, and also in most cities around the world. So it's really exciting to have a chance to talk with you today. Uh, I'd really love to, I'd like to start by knowing a little bit about how you got to this point. So I don't know which of you would like to start, but I'd love to know um, a little bit more about uh, Twos, that's the company that you're launching, and and how you got to this. Yeah, I mean, Twos is the all-in-one platform to simply remember things. When I was graduating college for the first time, I had called my father and I'd told him, you know, starting a new career, there's a lot of things going on. And people don't really prepare you for the change in the dynamic from going from university to your first career. It just is kind of like a dropping off point. And my dad's one piece of advice that he gave me was that you need to write things down. So he suggested that I buy red and black notebooks on Amazon and I just started writing things down, whether it be to-dos, reminders, people's names. And what I found is that in this process, I was writing a motley of different things just on each page, starting with the date. So we actually set out to create a product that mimics paper as closely as possible for you to write all of your things down in one place, stay organized, and get a little bit more control over the day-to-day. Boy, I can use that because I'm a <laughs> I'm a consummate list maker myself, and they end up all over the place in a million different notebooks. And I've tried a lot of the other um, a lot of the other products out there, and some of them stick, some of them don't. So very cool. So it came out of your own personal experience, right? And so how did the two of you get together? So Parker actually um, set out to create the best place to write things down when he was in college, just the same way. He it, it actually was like a fate 
a fateful experience that neither one of us could have predicted. I'll let him tell you a little bit about it, but he had a very similar origin story where he was writing all of his things in a Google Doc and, you know, it just became disorganized and cluttered. And so he taught himself how to program. I would write all of my things in a Google Doc and Evernote, Apple Notes, and all of them seem to be very disorganized, hard to find things, and just slow um, in general. Um, so I started teaching myself how to program because I wanted to build things, build useful tools for people. Um, but I also was in love with this product, this quick capture of things on days, um, kind of that chronological order and the speed of capture. So whenever I had a random thought or a feeling or something I needed to do, I can write those down and access them anywhere. It was It's a website and an app, so it's not you know stuffed in a notebook that you have in your closet. It's actually accessible and you can find things. Um, I've just continued to work on that through jobs. You know, I worked at Qualcomm, I worked at Google, um, but this was always a passion of mine. Joe, we met at one of the startups that I was working for. I was on the tech side, he was on the real estate side. And that's where our friendship started. But, you know, our connection over twos didn't start until we had both parted ways. We had kind of connected on, there must be a better place to write things down started working together and that's what brought us to Tampa to live together and start twos. And build twos. So um so you taught yourself basically some some basic coding. What 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 did you study in college? Because you both talked about college. So Yeah, I, I studied computer science in college. Okay. But they're not teaching you how to build applications. It's more of the fundamentals. Right. And yeah. for loops and if statements. Um so I basically watched courses online mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. building applications. So building mobile apps, building web apps, React was actually Angular is where I started, React, Node. Um, and I kept rebuilding twos to be better and better because I was getting better at programming um, and just the repetition and you know figuring out better ways to write things and quicker ways to write, it, write things. Um, that's kind of how I learned how to actually build these applications. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so Parker, you're doing all the tech side, right? And Joe, you're doing the sales side. And just talking to you today, that seems like a perfect fit. So what was that conversation? What, do, do you recall that first conversation that you had? And how did that, how did that happen? And who said, hey, let's do this? We have a joke where we say that I called Parker with a developers' favorite words, I have an app idea that I need your help with. <laughs> and I was lucky to the fact that what I wanted to build or what I was starting to think about was something that he was already on the third version of. And so it really was my input from an intuitive customer, consumer-based perspective that allowed him to improve the application for a more widespread audience. And that was, I would say, where twos began. That's so interesting. So there's, I talk about my book, Serendipity, and there's a, a really good book out actually by that title. And uh, it's just amazing sometimes how the universe starts to come together when you put your intention on something. And so I think this is a great example of that. And uh, so how far along are you now with building this? I mean, what, how long have you been doing this? Where are 
We're lucky. Um, we have an amazing group of early adopters. We're at about 1,300 active users, about 300 of which are daily. Um, and so those are people who reach out to us, write blogs. They You can download it on the App Store or the Google Play Store. And it also is fully functional on web. So Parker can develop both mobile applications and web-based applications. And that convenience for our users is a huge value add because a lot of people have PCs at work, um, but then they have iPhones at home. So those people have to email themselves to-dos, links, ideas in order to keep track of their things. So the fact that it has that syncing ability is a pretty big feature for people. This may say something about our society, right? We're pretty busy, aren't we? <laughs> We're going in a lot of different directions. I've had that experience all day today. And so with twos, you're really trying to help us with that and give us a little bit more time to maybe go do something else we want to do, right? Meditation or relaxation or something that's not on, you know, maybe it's on our to-do list, but um, something that we didn't get to. You hit the nail on the head. <laughs> I mean... What we say is that people have more things going on in the digital age than ever before. And Parker and I both have a very, you know, prosperous opinion on teaching people about themselves and giving them more time to learn about what is actually important to them and impactful. For example, one of my favorite lists is my movie ratings list. So I make sure that I'm always keeping up with it and that I'm sharing it with people and that, you know, people are able to discover what their true passion and enjoyments in this world are. And we think that we're doing a good job of that through twos. That's interesting. I hadn't thought of it that way. So Parker, I'm going to ask you about, so I've used Evernote uh, for a lot of years and, um, you know, it's got a lot of, they're adding a lot of new functions to it. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a lot, you know, there's even notes on my phone mm -hmm. that I use occasionally. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I don't know if you ever uh, run into other people who do this, but I occasionally just send myself an email because I know that the e I'm going to look at the email and I live by my calendar. Something didn't get put on there the other day. So I, Totally missed it. Mm -hmm. So how are you improving that experience for me? Because I got all this stuff right now in all these other places. <laughs> What's my incentive to try to figure out how to use something else new that's going to tell me it can... Because organizing apps and programs and software, not new. Right. I'm not saying they can't be improved on, but right. tell me about it. So we do have a new, unique way of organizing your things. Okay, good. <laughs> and um, you said that you have a lot of stuff going on. We prefer the more technical term, things. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, so what's different about twos is that every day you get a new day to write things down. So this is a fresh slate, basically. You can think of a notepad where you would write the date at the top of the notepad. We say twos does that for you and you can just write things on days that kind of plan out your day, or they're just random pieces of information that you come across, as opposed to an Apple Notes, where for each new thing that you want to remember, you have to start an entirely new note. Sometimes you're writing that thing in the title, and then you're writing additional text in the body, and it just doesn't feel right. Um, the things is the quick capture, and then 
on top of that, we have lists, we have reminders, we have to-dos. So it really, we have calendar integration. So it's an all-in-one platform for all of your things. So you're not having to email yourself things and check your email, look at your Apple notes, look at your Evernote. It's really designed and built to for anything, for all of your things in one place. Okay, so let me understand this. I, I started something a few years back that really helped reduce my anxiety a lot. And that was at the end of the day, the end of my whatever my work day happens to be, I capture what I want to start on the next day, which just gives me some, it, it helps me close the day because I, otherwise I'm the kind of person that can't shut things off. So how does that work for me? Because I'm starting a new note every day. Where does, where does my list for today show up? For, from yesterday. Yeah. So, I mean, now that today list will be yesterday's list and you have a new list, but you can write things on tomorrow's list today. So if I wanted to start planning out my day ahead, I can just move things that I haven't finished from today to tomorrow that I know I'll get to those. Every day, Tuz will actually ask you if you would like to move your unfinished things from yesterday to today so you don't have to rewrite those things. Um, it's really... It's a very natural chronological structure to organize your things. Okay, <laughs> things and stuff, right? Now. Things and stuff. <laughs> think, think we call we refer to it as a system for days, lists, and things. So everybody, days, and things. everybody loves lists. And what are lists? They're just a list of things. Yes, yes. So, um, so in terms of organizing, um, suppose I want to start something like an idea notebook, which is a, something that I advise my students to do. How would that work with what you're doing? Like, I, I might not want that stuff messed up with my other stuff, right? Can I do that? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so <clears throat> exactly like Parker was emphasizing, days have that calendar functionality. Based on the chronological history of things that happen on a day, you can now write things in the future. So whether it be an event, but exactly like you were emphasizing, when you have a list of information that you want to categorize by an ideas list, for example, we make it incredibly easy to create a new list, which now is is separate from your days, which essentially is how I make a movie ratings list, how we write book notes, how we make grocery lists. And then the real beauty in the system of days, lists, and things, when you have one of those ideas, instead of having to navigate to your ideas list every time you want to write something down on that list, you can write it down anywhere in the app and you can move it to your ideas list. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. So does it use artificial intelligence at all? It does. So uh, most recently, we built in natural language reminder detection. So if I write down follow up with Dr. White tomorrow, it'll automatically set a reminder for me so that I can get a notification on my phone to follow up. That also works for birthdays. It'll set a yearly repeating reminder. It works for next week. It works for in 22 days. All of these natural sentences can be detected where twos will prompt you and say, would you like to set a reminder on this thing? Okay. So, you know, it's sometimes hard to build a company around an app. You know, I have a lot of students that come through our program and they've got an app idea. And um, so talk to me about how you're going about building a company. Is this, um, is this a branding move? Um, obviously, you have to develop the 
the product, but um, there's a lot to do in terms of selling it and branding it. And and by the way, bef- uh, maybe before you answer that, where did the name Twos come from? T- it's T-W-O-S, right? T-W-O-S. Twos was an inside joke where we, when something good would happen, we would celebrate that by going Twos and putting up the peace sign. And it was just a spontaneous celebration one time. And we we're like, we should start doing that more often. <laughs> Um, so the name came before the app. The app eventually, you know, it was a quick, punchy, we love the logo, the peace sign logo. Um, so that kind of just fit the sort of brand and vibe that we were going for with the app. Um, and we've since stumbled on a lot of like puns and things. So we say every day is Tuesday, we're the twos guys, how you twos in, you know, there's just a lot of these fun little things that we can now not get rid of. So, <laughs> yeah. I love it. So so building a brand, that's a big lift. So you've got a lot of work to do. Talk, talk to us about what you're doing, how you're building a brand. What's What are some of the things you've learned along the way? Uh, maybe even a few mistakes you've made or um, mistakes you don't want to make. Yeah, I would say probably the biggest thing that we've learned is that people love throwing tis. People love putting up the peace sign. Is that right? <laughs> well, I, it's it's somewhat of a joke because everybody does, they do it in photos already. So it's basically like they're helping us build our brand organically. And we're just, we're just playing right into that. Um, but as far as like a strategic brand, obviously, you know, we have a logo that we love and it's actually changed. Um, you can see this one does not have the ribbon. Mm-hmm. But people used to tie a thread around their finger to remember things. We're an app to remember things. So that's why we made the little red edition. Um, but really just trying to come up with values that we want people to uh, get from the things that we're putting out online, the things that we're saying to people, just so we're talking with a constant narrative um, of what we're putting out in the world. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, so, Joe, you're you're responsible for sales. Tell you said you have how many users already, and and how long has it taken to get to that? About thirteen hundred users, and it's probably taken us, I would say, the better part of a little bit under six months. We've been like effectively marketing, effectively communicating, because it all goes in harmony. It's like a big system of gears. And if one gear stops moving, then the whole system shuts down. So we pride ourselves on being a B2C company as well, where podcasts and making videos and posting on YouTube and however we can communicate with each individual user is how we currently acquire our users. And so in that regard, that's why we think that a part of the special sauce is our partnership and the fact that we are very much in the public eye. We want people to be able to reach out to us. We have a Discord community with 180 people who are constantly talking about twos and the things that they're writing down. And it just is a very organic and um, fun way of reimagining what a productivity platform should be. Mm-hmm. You guys are definitely having fun. I can tell that just by the smiles on your face and and the and the discussion. But you must have had some challenges along the way already. What 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 are some of the things you've already learned the hard way, or what kind of what lessons um, or do, or experiences maybe have you had? Yeah, I would say uh, really finding product market fit 
is something that we have yet to find and something that everybody talks about the importance of. And it really is getting specific with the message, talking directly to a market that has a specific problem that you can help them solve. That has probably been our biggest challenge. It continues to be our challenge and something that we're actively trying to uh, figure out what is the right message that we want to tell to these specific people um, because everybody writes things down. Everybody has things they need to remember. You know, We have statistics to back it up. People forget 70% of the new things that they learn every day. But how are we able to communicate this to a specific audience so that it re our message resonates with them? Because we do talk a lot in just very broad terms. Um, I would say that's probably our biggest problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, biggest challenge. Yeah, I, you know, I, I would say that's common for a lot of startup. Have, having worked with a lot of startups, it's it's hard to narrow down uh, where you need to start. You know, we I always talk to my students about the low hanging fruit, like figuring out what that is. And you've already got some users. What what does your user profile look like now? And I know I know you don't want to necessarily limit to that because this has a very broad um, application, I think. But what what are you seeing and learning from the customers you have right now? So exactly like Parker was just emphasizing, with these very generic statements of simply remember things, the best place to write things down, you know, the founder's paradox in a way is that twos is our baby and we think that it can help everyone. So we then communicate about it and for it in very generic ways. So we've seen a motley of users. I would say our power users are moms people who have a lot of things going on at the home, groceries, to-dos, reminders, birthdays. Um, we also have seen realtors, real estate agents, uh, people who have deadlines, so they need a combination of client lists, but also deadlines for their contracts. Um, and then the last one I would say, which has probably been the most surprising, is professional writers. So people who have these ideas, these bursts of ideas that they want to quickly capture, but then flesh out into a full piece. So I'd say that's where we're seeing a majority of our power users right now. That's very interesting. As somebody who just, uh, well, I've just published two books, actually, and I'm on my third, um, all in this this series. Um, I get it completely. And, um, you know, there are lots of different softwares out there to try to help you organize all your thoughts. But I haven't found, maybe twos is the one I need to be thinking about. I'll, I'll of course, give it a try here. As a matter of As fact, we actually brought you something. Oh, you did? So here is our little sticker that'll allow you guys to download the app. And then for you, we have a $2 bill. A $2 bill. Okay, that goes along with the twos theme. <laughs> that perfect, is correct. Perfect. That is correct. In, in my book, I talk about creativity and the creative process. And there is science behind all of this, but you know, one of the, um, one of the steps in the creative process is actually uh, getting to that point where the ideas start bubbling up and you start connecting dots. And you know, when I come back from running, that's usually when I have them. And I could see that this could be really valuable because a lot of times I'll run right in the door, start writing things down. And my husband's always like, OK, she's got an idea again. So <laughs> that is the exact use case that we want people to use twos for whenever you have something that you don't want to forget or you want to be able to access for the rest of your life. The way that I love using it, 
majorly is for memories. Whenever I'm going to specific restaurants with my friends or whenever my mom gets me a gift for my birthday, I write these things down in twos because every day you get a fresh day. So therefore, you're not being cluttered by all of the, you know, yesterday's things, if you will. But now every year, I get a little reminder of, oh, mom got me a flannel last Christmas. So I either liked that item or I didn't like that item. And one of my favorite lists that I've ever made was a list for my girlfriend, Allie, where whenever she would tell me her favorite shampoo or her favorite perfume or her favorite song, there really isn't an app designed to capture these little pieces of information to then put them into a collection and being able to use them for the rest of your life. Well, it allows you to take it out of your head and put it down and then you come back to it. And there's a lot of science behind the power in that as well. So let's talk about, uh, we, we started talking about building twos as a company, but uh, a couple more questions around that. So there's always... Um, so two things, really. What do you envision um, in terms of growth? Like, what do you see add-on products, like a product for organizing all of this? Because it's one thing to capture it, but another to organize it. Is this a company that you're building around, uh, you know, helping us take not only collect, uh, collect it, but uh, apply this information? That's number one. And number two, uh, regardless of your growth, uh, plans, you know, how are we funding this? Uh, because I'm, you guys have, to, you're both very thin, but I'm assuming you have to eventually eat, right? And, and you got to have a place to sleep and all of that. So how does that work right now? Yeah. So as far as building the company and expanding the company, I would say we definitely have ideas outside of just the application. Like if you could print a book of your memories and see all of the things you wrote down in the last year and have that mailed to you or something like that. Or even the opposite. Say you have written a bunch of stuff in notebooks and you don't want to manually enter it. Maybe they should be able to mail that to us and we'll convert it into twos for them. So those are more like physical uh, ways of bringing twos into, or, or maybe even um, like a tablet that you can write on. Remarkable. These are products that, um, like even an iPad. So, but let me interrupt you just a sec. Can, can your uh, app integrate with my uh, apps that I have already now? So I, can that already be captured if I've got it electronically somewhere? Calendar integration is the one that we've been put, uh, that we put in most recently uh -huh. and is getting great feedback. I think that integrations is actually number one priority on our roadmap. Like where you would go. So and integrating what I've done in the past, but then also helping me collect it for the future. Exactly. Kind of your two. And, and how are we going to pay for that? Have you figured that out yet? Because that's always a big, funding is always a big deal. Yeah. So we're, we're bootstrapping currently. We've been bootstrapping since, um, actually, I think that my year anniversary is coming up in four days. Good for you. Which I know just because I wrote it down in twos. Um, <laughs> But that being said, we've been bootstrapping and that really has just been based on the fact that we have a very um, clear vision about what we want this company to be and how we want it to be received. So we're not looking to, you know, get distracted, I guess, by all of the different stakeholders, a part of the game. We believe that we are capable and we've shown it through the user growth so far that we can communicate about it in an effective way. And we rely heavily on advice um, from people who have been there before and have the experience that we lack 
um, in order to learn about how we can do things better. Great. You know, uh, uh, building your company with customers is a very powerful way to fund it. And so hopefully, good luck with that. Um, do you, um, so as we, uh, there's a lot of other things I think we could talk about. I'd like to just dig in maybe a little bit about your partnership. I just had somebody on the podcast who's been, uh, who was a partner for 20 years with someone. And I asked him about their partnership and how they managed to maintain that. And he said for them, a lot of it was about transparency. And actually, you'll love this, recording everything so <laughs> writing everything down so are, are have you all done that have you when you have discussions of a serious nature um, about your partnership and there are a lot um, do you capture them hopefully in twos or do you capture them in writing I could pull up a list right now that I have called life lessons to remember and a lot of them are moments of inflection for our partnership because not only are we partners we're roommates we're friends our lives intersect with one another pretty much all day, every day. Um, so in that regard, there's always a lot of opportunity for growth. And transparency is maybe one of the number one things for us. We both, you know, very similar to in relationships, don't go to bed angry. Don't, you know, leave things uncovered. When we have the opportunity to sit in a room and talk about what's going on, capture some of those feelings, some of those thoughts, and apply them when most necessary next. Mm -hmm. This was uh, the advice that this this guy gave after 20 years was that, you know, when you when you have uh, when you have a, a serious conversation, uh, you know, it's always good to to write it down and then say, is this how you remember it? Um, and, and, you know, things are always often always great in the beginning. But later when things get really tough, it can be can be hard. Did you want to add to that part? Yeah, I would just say communication is the key there. Um, you know, talking about the uncomfortable things, talking about things that are bothering us. And it usually is kind of the perspective that you have and not seeing the other person's perspective. So when we talk about things, we're usually able to, you know, get to the bottom of it. Oh, I was thinking about it like this. Oh, I wasn't thinking about it like that. Um, and certainly writing things down. But also just from our partnership, we are a very yin and yang. Usually we're wearing black and white uh, separately. I guess I'm wearing black shorts. Um, but our skill sets and our just normal personality traits are very different from each other. We complement each other very well. So I think that allows us to you know, work together well and not get in each other's way a lot of the times and just balance mm -hmm. each other out. That's, I think that's really good advice. Mutual respect and being able to know where what your lane is and staying in your lane and and then, you know, being complimentary in terms of skill sets, really important. Well, and because you had said that obviously, you know, with your students and all of these young entrepreneurs who want to create something great, that I would say with no shadow of a doubt is the most important piece of advice. You always are going to want to start a business with your best friend but you need to look for people who have complementary skill sets. Mm -hmm. What am I not effective at that I can bring somebody else in on? Because if you have two people pulling the same tractor, you're just not going to get to where you need to go. So what Parker can do from a development and technical side, I try to do from a networking and communication side. 
and it works out very nicely. And it, it's great to have somebody to go through this journey with because it can be very lonely at times. So absolutely. So that's I think that's really great advice. Well, you know, this has been a real delight to talk to both of you. I, I before we conclude, I just have to mention how I can see twos, and and I usually don't try to do a pitch for my guest companies, but but I'm as a Professor, I'm thinking about one of the things that I'm always talking to my students about, and that is capturing their assumptions. And we didn't really talk about that, but as you're building a company, things change. And it's a scientific, you know, I always compare it to scientific methodology. You're hypothesizing that this thing can work. And then, you know, you're writing down, hopefully, these assumptions you're making. And you're either proving, disproving them. So, you know, I would like to recommend that a lot of entrepreneurs think about what uh, considering twos. How did they get twos? And and is this a free app? I mean, how does this work? Yeah. So um, it is free to download on the App Store as well as the Google Play Store. And you can use it as well on your computer at twosapp.com. So that's T-W-O-S app.com. We also have stopforgettingthings.com. Um <laughs> And it is 100% free to use. That actually allows me to give a little bit more context surrounding the $2 bill because it's not just a bribe. Um, we actually run on a premium features marketplace. So very similar to Canva, how they have their templates and their background remover as not requireds, but m nice to haves. We have features just that same way, like your week in review, being able to create sub lists. There are these pieces that we put a premium on really more as an education opportunity so that they can understand these more rigid features. And so far, people are buying them and we're really happy that they are. That's wonderful. Is, do they cost $2? $2, $2 each. How did I guess that? <laughs> first, first feature on us. Okay, great. Well, thank you all for joining me today, Parker Joe. Really excited to hear about twos. Really very excited to, to watch uh, your company grow. And maybe we'll have you back on here in a year or so on, on the Infactor to kind of see how you're doing. So thank you for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you very much, Dr. White. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to learn more about entrepreneurship, we would love it if you hit that subscribe button. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of InFactor.